Let's talk about life as a creative with artist Stephen Fox. Not an original way of framing it. Um, this comes through my wife and one of her teachers. Um, what, but it stuck with her and it was so beautiful that um, he said, you know, an artist is someone who can tolerate a great deal of ambiguity. And, and I think that that is, um, I mean, in, in my trajectory, that's so true. And I would think you would have to be like so rare for that not to be true. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I mean, just like everything works out all the time. Um, well, no. And, um, both in the process of making work and why am I making this work? Why am I compelled to do this? Um, a very, very quick story. I, I have a goddaughter. Um, she's in her mid twenties now who, uh, when she was more like eight, uh, she interviewed me for like her school. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was an exhibition in Virginia and she's got the video thing there. And, and her first question, it was like, okay, so Stephen Fox, you know, you have this exhibition at this gallery. Why bother? <laughs> <laughs> she's and, asking the real questions. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, out of the, the mouth of a child, you know, it's just like, yeah, why bother? <laughs> right. Um, and I, I think that the beginning of, uh, I'll just say that the beginning of um, a question of, say, I'm going to be a professional or any of that, or that kind of aspiration, um, I don't I don't know that that question really has to be answered. Hmm. But, um, but maybe, you know, maybe the answer is, I, I don't know, but I, I'm compelled to bother. You know, like like I must. Um, it's it's something needed. It, it's something inside me. It it needs. It you know, um, painting, photography, poetry, any of these things, filmmaking. Um, they are communication, and there's something that wants to be said in a in a particular form. And it doesn't have to be fully formed, um, say cognitively of, you know, this is what I want to say. It's, it's yeah. you know, more intuitive. Um, and then so much of what happened to me in terms of that, um, I, I really, I, I was interviewed on the radio in, in Virginia very shortly after um, beginning to exhibit. And, and that was, I got out of school. I had like this commercial art job for a year. Um, I, I knew I didn't want to do that. And um, the first time somebody bought a painting, I was just like, that's, that's all I need to go for it. Yeah. And, um, and I, I have, I have enough money saved up that I could paint for six months if I move into this like lower rent part of town mm -hmm. and um, 
you know, that's as grand as the plan was. Like, I, you know, at that point, I had barely even made any paintings. I mean, a handful of paintings. Wow. It's like, what will happen if I make more? And, um, and then a gallery saw them and, you know, this is all in Virginia and they like be in this group show and then have this one person show and, um, and things kind of went spectacularly like at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I, and I knew like, as things were going spectacularly, like, you know, the first grant that I apply for, I get that kind of thing. Um, I, I knew inside it's like, it, it's not this easy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, like, don't, don't believe in this, you know, right. um, that, that it's, it's going to be, um, you know, some kind of long haul of ups and downs and, um, acceptances and rejections and, um, and that has all proved to be true, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, I've, I've had, there, there, there are times in my life where I've done nothing but paint, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, for money. And then there have been times where um, I had to not fully put painting aside, but do other things for money. I, I for a, a time, um, was working at an architectural arts firm doing mural paintings. And this was a lot of, um, uh, you know, paintings for cathedrals or churches and you know like completely different subject matter yeah and um and in acrylic not oil and so i i was like very much out of my element in some ways but um but also painting yeah and um and learning a lot from the people around me and and i think there's something in that spirit of doing kind of what you need to do when you need to do it. Um, and the opportunities that show up aren't going to be necessarily ones that you have any clue about. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know I would ever be painting um, Jesus. And, and, you know, and <laughs> that and, was in I, your books when you started out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, just that I, I wouldn't be doing that. Um, yeah. And there's a Jesus formula for proportions on, you know, it's like I had to learn this stuff that wow, like, wow. And yet yeah. um, it, it's like I, I, I felt like I was getting fed. I was getting fed by working with other painters yeah, and um, collaborating and no one person would do every part of a painting. It, it like became very... Um, kind of like a, a new way of working in a very old tradition. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but I never envisioned myself doing that. And, and yet when the need was there, um, and I, I suppose a lot of it is having some talent or ability, um, you know, I mean, if, if I couldn't do the work, they wouldn't have kept me. Yeah. But, um, but also saying yes to things. Um, yeah, know. I think it's it's one of the reasons why um, this uh, situation we're all in right now, this really huge disruptor that has kind of caused uh, a, a huge 
uh, chasm in how we function as you know normal human beings. Um, uh, I think for the, a lot of artists, they're having to sort of negotiate, uh, myself included, um, how you've worked up until this point. Um, before this, I wasn't necessarily making work um, full time as a photographer, um, but I imagine for people whose entire you know livelihood depended on their art form, um, they've had to pivot in some way, or um, like you said, uh, just figuring out how to um, explore something else, maybe within the same field or outside of that field, to just make sure that you're making a living to continue making the work that you want to make. Um, so that's, it's, it's, I mean, I, I think when, when you need to make a living, you don't get picky about the things you want to, <laughs> you, you're not picky. You, you just figure out what you need to survive and you go with it. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people are, are in that position right now where they're having to figure out what do I, need to do to kind of get by so that way i can you know when things go back to normal i can continue making the work i, I want to make I, i've been through um a number of disruptions now in, in terms mm. of let's call it art market um you know I, I started exhibiting in the 1980s and it was kind of like the booming 80s you know for art and and then 1990 or 91 is like boom nobody's buying anything mm. and um and then uh you know the 2008 crash and th this is going to sound weird but um i knew something was coming and you know i didn't know COVID or whatever but um oh really but when things start feeling like they're going kind of really well <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's like you're like thing, it's time. Yeah, it's like that thing from the beginning of like it's not this easy, and yeah, and if things start to feel like they're just sliding into place, like what's happening? Everything's just sliding into place. Mm. Then it's like you know, don't think that this is going to be continuing. Yeah, um, and I, I think that's just reality, and. Um, boom, bust, everything in between. Yeah. I mean, ob obviously it affects the arts. And and everybody, you know, so many artists I've known over the years, um, you know, it's everybody's dream to find like that perfect part-time job. And, you know, the thing that doesn't eat up all of your time, Yes. Uh, you know, you can yeah. get by, you can live. It pays enough. And then allows you to, uh, you know, enough time to continue doing what you want to do. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that sometimes can exist. Um, and then other times, no, but when, when I was um, doing that mural painting um, work, I was in the studio really only on weekends and, oh, and yeah. because everything was so deadline driven and, and it's like, you know, I'm painting all day long, you know, 10 hours a day or whatever sometimes. And I did not want to come home and, and work on a painting. Um, mm. And I and I just had to accept that. It's like, this is where it is right now. Yeah. Um, I am certainly not going to stop painting. Um, and you know, there, there's always that thing of um, doing something for the love of it. 
that it's like if if it's something that feeds you you know monetarily and you know spiritually um, spiritually i mean you you don't give it up yeah um and and yet if you need to give it up in one sense um or in one definition um to be able to continue you know um then i mean continue physically alive you know it's right. like we have this reality to deal with and in a time like this that interruption um that so many must be feeling i'm feeling in my way um mm -hmm. is it's like here it is now i don't what i don't know what will what it will be like six months from now yeah i don't know what it'll be like two years from now do it's that thing of doing what you need to do in the moment as best you can see it um if something becomes if something that's a passion becomes a hobby yeah it's a passionate hobby i, I certainly don't see anything wrong with that you know um it, the, the definitions no nobody tells us we have to do this <laughs> yeah, that's being, the point being, being a creative nobody tells us we have to do this we choose to do this yes and um and if it's easy right now if it's hard right now anything in between if it's yeah. impossible right now um nobody nobody said you had to do it if right. if, if there's that tension of i'm supposed to be that's coming from inside somebody. It's like we, we mm -hmm, have to, mm -hmm. this is where we have to be able to move like water through the, like these changing channels. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think um, if, if uh, making a living from the work you do or um, if this thing that we do wasn't so, wasn't considered art, if we didn't have to show, you know, our works in galleries and all these things, we still have that, uh, drive to do these things like you don't have to pay me to photograph right i do it because i love it you don't have mm -hmm. to pay me to uh study martial arts i am interested in that because mm -hmm. i i love it there's a, a natural draw to that um so I, I think you know to get paid and make a living off of the things that we are passionate about is is great of course you want to spend your life comfortably in the spaces that you you know um operate well in mm -hmm. uh but yeah i think it, it's necessary to sort of figure out where you know you stand as an artist and the the conditions you know you're facing and to say you know if i have to leave painting or photography for a week or two months to kind of just survive then that's fine because it's not going anywhere you're always going to pick it back up exactly. um yeah I think the, the the what's most important is the survival of the body that's doing the painting. <laughs> <laughs> that will go nowhere, you know. Or or equipment or any. There's like right. I I I do need certain conditions. I I need certain minimal conditions to even be a creative. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, mentally and physically, I think there's a lot of things that go into uh, making sure that you are able to function fully as a creative. So yeah. I think it's it's um, a great advice to say that um, tend to you as a person first before you then give yourself wholly to 
the work. In in the end, there if the passion is there in the end, they're kind of inseparable. Um, and, you know, I that's mean, true. and that's the thing, maybe in this moment, they need to separate, you know? Yes. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think that that was a really good, uh, good roundup. Um, I think there was a, there was a lot of, uh, you know, um, instruction and uh, guide there. So hopefully that, that helps somebody. <laughs> I, I hope so too. Um, <laughs> I think it will. Um, is there, uh, maybe you want to share with people where they can find your, your work? Uh, let's see. My website is stephenfoxart.com and Stephen is spelled the way you spell it, or right. it was spelled for you with a PH and, uh, it's at Stephen Fox art is Instagram. Um, my, I'm, I show my work with Arcadia contemporary, um, that they used to be in the city here, um, moved out to Los Angeles for five years and just announced last week that they're moving back to New York City. Oh, nice. Uh, I think as of uh, mid-February. Um, that's, I'm, I'm so thankful. It means I don't have to um, package and box up a painting and send it to Los Angeles. I can just yeah. drive it across the river. That's um, perfect. <laughs> Um, but yeah, those those resources right there, um, Anthony Brunelli Gallery in Binghamton um, mm. also carries the work. Uh, occasionally, um, a gallery that I have worked with for a number of years, um, Reynolds Gallery in Richmond, Virginia. That's where I got yeah. my start. So yeah, all those places. Perfect. Thank you so much, Stephen. I really, I really appreciate this. It was great. It was my pleasure. <laughs>